welcome, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, to another episode of the Court of Capes, where your judges discuss, rate, and sometimes rank hero content of both shows and movies. Currently, we are discussing the current show, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. If you are new to the show, then you don't know that I don't do it alone. I am one of your judges, the renegade Joshua Shelton. Alongside of me, we have our very own MCU conspiracy theorist, Judge Brown. Time for some flame breathing. <laughs> Judge Cooper. Why, hello there. <laughs> and the young one, the Wanda Visionary, Special Inquisitor, Anthony Cooper. I just gotta keep breathing constantly. <laughs> All the time, 24-7. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to keep you in your seats, but also not too time constrained. So we're going to make sure that this episode is a good time for you, but getting in that good Court of Capes content. So we're going to dive- analysis. What's up? <laughs> Hard-hitting analysis, as always. Yes. So we're going to dive right in to episode 20, pretend, fam. <laughs> okay. So episode 20, we are wasting no time because this picks up immediately after the amazing episode that was episode 19. And we get to see the continuation of Tanjiro's fight with Rui. The, uh, lower six, is that what it was? Lower, No, lower five. Lower five. Lower five demon. So... Uh, in addition to that fight, we also get to see a little bit of uh, a couple of the Hashira in this episode. And all of that just made for a high-quality episode, in my opinion. So, to jump right into my hot points. So, Rui just straight up cut his own head off? What? Ya yeah, boy. <laughs> Let me know when you all want my hot take. Because I got it loaded in the chamber. Cut his, all, his head off and attached it to his web which is a part of him so therefore he wasn't dead because it wasn't completely severed man that made me so mad at first because it kind of robbed me of that satisfaction of the good ending from 19 and uh, it's just like yeah just like jk like, like what? what that was for nothing yeah no that that is that is my hot take i hated this decision absolutely oh. hated it. And nothing and nothing that this episode did like made that singular decision better like the fact that like episode 19 which was by far the best this show had offered up to that point like ended with him like in this beautiful cathartic moment where like he chops this guy's head off and like it's the perfect ending and then literally he's like oh no i'm not dead and then the freaking Gio guy comes and kills him what the crap <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do not like that Hashira. No, you don't. This, this made me angry. This made me very angry. And like, oh man, like like I said with this show, one step forward, two steps back. What are they doing? Oh, but that was a giant leap forward, and I don't know I, if it was a leap a giant, back. A giant leap forward, and then them basically making it pointless. Oh man, that is completely a pointless. Man, Curtis, this might be the first time we're kind of not in lockstep for this show. Well, I mean, you yourself said that you didn't like it. I didn't like it necessarily, but I moved past it very quickly. I oh, think yeah, there's I some mean, really it, cool aspects to it. it. It doesn't mean that like I hate the show or anything. I still think it's a very high quality show. But this specific decision, I was like, no, sir. Yeah, Don't like that it, at all. It, it didn't bother me that much to be honest, but it, it was noticeable, especially at first. I felt, I felt very neutral towards it. Um, I didn't have a strong opinion, the, like, positive or negatively, and I also knew it was coming, and even though I knew it was coming, it still didn't, like, detach the emotions I felt for episode 19. That's still, everything about it was just amazing, and so even though I knew it was ha- gonna happen, it didn't affect me for that. Yeah, and I appreciated the moment just for the wit of it. Like, oh, I never thought about that, that the demon could cut their own head off first to save their life. Like, that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. 
I'll but be it honest. Kind of shows how smart Rui is. Rui's a pretty yeah. smart guy. Yeah. Really smart dude. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I forgot it happened. <laughs> I did. I totally forgot it. But I, I remember them two fighting. But then after 19, I was like, wait, did I make something up in my head? Oh, man. Like, what? But, um, but yeah, it didn't really affect it. Like, I understand the feelings behind it. Like, oh, like that whole huge climax with Nezuko and um, and Tanjiro just taking them down together using like her blood demon art and this fire breathing that Tanjiro had just learned. Like, it was such a cool scene. Like, awesome. Mm-hmm. I could totally see, like, oh, wait, it actually didn't kill him. Like, uh, but it didn't yeah. affect me because I do like that Hashiro dude. Like, I actually like him quite a lot. Now, now, Josh, do you know how to pronounce his name? What? Who? I just forget his name. Gyu. 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 Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's Gyu. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gyu. Okay, cool. Gyu. I just forget his water. name. The water Hashira. <laughs> That's how I'll be referring to him. But uh, that kind of leads into my second hot point because. I really am a fan of him, unlike Curtis in this case. Yes. I'm afraid to say. Yeah. yeah. I just said but, the same uh, thing. Yeah, I'm a fan of him too. Yeah, Come I on, think that's, he's that's, really that's cool. Total, that's totally understandable. Like he's not yeah. like he's not like a penguin level character or anything. <laughs> We're going way back. <laughs> oh, we haven't been there in a while. But I think I think I am the reason that I and honestly, pretty like neutral slash apathetic towards him is like he's given me no reason to care about him. That's fair. up to this point in the series. Not to say that opinion won't slightly change later on. Okay, little tease there for you guys. Mm. And I like I'm glad. I I, I kind of liked him when I first met him. Yeah, I did too. Well, yeah, because I, he's dark I, and I, edgy, Josh. <laughs> and he's freaking your, powerful that's, as that's mess. And he's, he's voice powerful. He's voiced by Lelouch, and I love that. Yes, and oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Lelouch. And wow. when and just like how compelled he was from Tanjiro's, like, like just like his actions, how compelled he was to be like, okay, I'm going to go against my entire creed as a demon slayer for this boy Nezuko. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, like that is great. Let's I go. will say his gi makes no sense with his element. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really doesn't. It's yeah, it would have been cool if he had like a blue kimono or like even a white one. Ooh, a solid. If, if he just wore what Earl Kodaki wore, I would have been fine. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. But I maybe maybe it's because it's like half and half. Maybe it's like like I don't know him choosing to love the demons or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. Um, but. It looks cool, but yeah, it doesn't really match with his element. Mm-hmm. Unlike oh, yeah. uh, another character we were introduced to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. I don't know her name either. Does anybody remember her name? Yeah, you know it's... Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I got her, one her right last for once. Her last name's Kocho. Yeah, Kocho. Shinobu Kocho, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I will get to her in just a minute. But that yeah, you will. 11th, 11th form of uh, water breathing. That was pretty sweet. Oh, man, that was so... What was it? Just like he basically stood still and all of those webs just w- disappeared. Oh, yeah. I mean, he basically just like summoned the ocean. <laughs> that was beautiful. And he created that form. Like there's, there's only 10 forms and he made the 11th. That's pretty cool. Thought there were twelve. No, there was only ten. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool, and just the way he took down Rui, I thought that was really nice. Uh, but then jumping right ahead to uh, hot point number three, uh, the whole poison thing with Shinobu, that was pretty sweet. Like just her, her whole character. Like she's she's brought the, she's brought it to the table. I, oh like, yeah, she has. Let me just let me just slam my simp card right on the table, boys. (laughs) Kocho is Bay, and I would do anything for her. Every time she like entered the like came on the screen afterwards, I would I just gave like a a subtle lady. (laughs) 
All right. Her sword right. is so cool. Her oh, sword uh-huh. is so cool. It, mm-hmm. ma- it probably makes no sense physically, but it looks so cool. <laughs> well, like, it's, not, reason, it's not meant it to at all really slice. Just like yeah. cut and, and ad- like administer poison. Give it her a spear. A like a fish hook. Just give her a spear with a hook on it. Boom. Probably better. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if that's practical for just her fighting style. She's poking. <laughs> she's she's scratching like a yeah. little like a little chicken <laughs> scratch right either way, it looks so dope though <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it does look really dope and i think it fits in like really well with like her being like the insect tashira like it looks like mm-hmm. just like an insect stinger and i think that's a good choice mm-hmm. looks like a bee drill exactly <laughs> <laughs> quite the pokemon <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think my final hot point for this episode is that, and this kind of leads into the next episode's beginning or whatever, if you really want to consider that with ranking. But with Rui's backstory and everything that's happening to him as he's dying, he has become my favorite demon up to this point. Yes. Oh, he was my favorite demon like right when he fought like Tanjiro. Oh yeah, I mean that was amazing. But yeah, oh, this is so okay. Remind me, boys, do we get so the the backstory not for Rui, but for the, the woman that yeah, the sister. Was that in this episode? Yeah, that was this episode. Yeah. I thought that was incredibly well done. It was. Like just kind of like seeing how like the family dynamics or like the fake family was like sewn together and like he kind of like was like this oppressive force like that was a disturbing and be like really good writing i thought yeah and despite my quite honest vitriol at uh, the beginning of this episode i really liked the rest of this episode a lot oh yeah i thought it was a very strong episode when when he when the other sister when the alive sister betray the other one and he literally tied her up uh, like the front of a barn and let her burn alive. Oof. Oof. Man, I forgot that happened. I thought that Ruby just found him and just killed the one of them. Nah, not how it works, man. Not how it works. <laughs> oh my goodness. But before we move man. on to the next episode, I want to uh, uh, leave us on with a take from Kocho. Or not a take, sorry, a a, a uh a line a from Kocho, a quote. She said, uh, when she uh, met the other sister, she said, for every life you've taken, I'll exact the same pain on you. Mm. Mm. Man, that was such a good scene. Like, And just how terrifying Kocho is in general. Yeah, she's like so like pretty, but she's so terrifying. <laughs> she oh did, my like- goodness. What was her motivation for saying, yeah, after I give you some torture, we can be friends? Well, that's her own thing. She wants everybody in the world to be her friend. Yeah, yeah but but she she was going to, I mean, spoiler alert, she was going to kill Nezuko. So why she, wouldn't she just kill this demon? That's her sworn duty based on the code. Maybe she was lying. Was she just like saying maybe, that? Maybe, to, her like, line, maybe her line for every life you've taken, I'll exact the same pain. Maybe it's that I'm going to slice you until you can't take it anymore and then eventually kill you. Well, yeah, you know, she knows that the demon's not going to actually sign off on that. Like, yeah. she knows yeah. she's going to kill her like that very day. Yeah. So. And it's not, not an actual choice. Yeah. It's a form of, of like, uh, that's just emotional. That's just emotional torture at that point. Yeah, yeah, just a form of She torture. is by far one of the darkest. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's definitely the cruelest up to this point. Oh, it's so bad. Wow. All right. So episode 21, my against the core rules. Guys, so this was kind of a continuation from uh, episode 20, which they often do, right? You know, I mean. As they do. What, yeah. That's what they do all the time. So we got to see more of uh, Rui's uh, family that he had created, but we got to see more of before that when Muzan first met Rui. So for some reason, people are always dying in this show. They sick. Why? <laughs> people be dying. 
so many people are just sick. I don't get no, it. I guess no modern medicine. I guess yeah, there's no modern medicine at all, and we got to see Tokyo and its most modern form, and you know, it I wasn't... mean, they got trains. Surely they can cure a little kid. Yeah, I had no idea. This why. is like what industrial revolution. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's where we're at. Yeah, it's still pretty bad medicine. <laughs> People are still like sawing legs off. So yeah, probably not. Yeah, quite so, a little bit of leeching. It just seems blood to blood. Be, throughout this entire show, there's someone dying, and so that's what was happening to him. And then Muzan said he would save Rui, and then Rui proceeds to kill his own family. That, that was like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. They come back. It, it looks like his parents came back and were like, what have you done? So his parents see all the dead bodies right there. And are just like, what have you done? You should have died, blah, 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 this. And then he ends up killing his dad and his mom. But then his mom is dying on the porch as he's sitting on the porch. And she said she was sorry. Because she was going to kill him first. Yes. yes. I mean, oh. oh my gosh. Oh, that that was like, wow. Wow. And then when he would like, I, I love this aspect of the show. And I know they do it all the time when Tanjiro beats a demon that kind of go through their past. And some demons have weaker past than others. And we didn't even get to see a demon pass from the demons he killed. Uh, the three demons, right? We didn't get to yeah, see Yeah, no. That. No, yeah, we didn't. I, we didn't get to see any pass to that demon at all. Um, but I do like when they incorporate it, especially when they go to higher level demons. We just kind of get to know their character and their past a little bit rather than mm -hmm. an entire episode dedicated to it. Which is what I think other shows would have been tempted to do. But uh, so there are two more things I want to talk about uh, before we move on to the next episode. And uh, when uh, Tanjiro uh, was, there was talking to, um, who was he talking to? I forgot who he was talking to. But he called demons hopes and tragic. So we got to. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Because, like, because, like, I forget who it was, but someone said, like, how could you possibly like um, have empathy for like those monsters? Yeah. And he called them hopes and tragic. Mm. Further insight into who Tanjiro is as a person. The purest of them all. Yes, he is indeed. Oh man. And then we got to see the, I think the cutest funniest little moment in this entire show and it's when Nesco was running around and that demon slayer or that demon slayer apprentice was about to chop her and she shrinks into a little child oh. <laughs> and yeah. then it starts oh, running so good <laughs> with her little arms out yes oh. oh my gosh that was by far the cutest funniest Nesco moment that we had seen so far Oh yeah, easily so far. Like I think there's one moment, like no future spoilers, but like in uh, the the Mugen Train movie, like there's one moment I think is just a little bit cuter, but like this one's top tier. Oh man, I started dying when that happened. Oh man, but overall, very good episode. We got to see uh, Rui more of his backstory. Got to see his death, and he'll die saying, "We'll be together wherever you go." I'm talking about his sister. Um, so, yeah. And uh, there was some humor in this episode, which was good, where the guy's like, I don't think I'm disliked. And then there was that whole scene <laughs> back and forth between <laughs> him and <laughs> him and Kocho. So that was funny. I don't think it was disliked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh. I love and when they do that. Another special shout out to this episode. I love how like the medical practices of the demon slayers like basically consist of like them coming up to people and wrapping them up into like little buns of like yeah. bandages. 
<laughs> and then they just leave them there. Yep. Basically, it, it was super interesting, things. but Kocho apparently is modern medicine, so that's just the way it is. All right, moving on to episode 22, where my episode ended and we got to see the Hashira. Yeah, we we sure did. We uh we saw the Hashira all right. <laughs> all right, so Master of the Mansion, according to Netflix's description, Tanjiro is dragged before a gathering of the Hashira the most powerful of Demon Slayer core swordsmen to face judgment. All right. Hot point number one. These Hashira boys are some goobs. <laughs> Bunch of goobs. Oh, yeah. But I'm amused. Crying man is best. <laughs> Love that, man. And obviously, I'm talking about my impressions of them up to this point, so... Future events have no bearing. Um, and then hot point number two, uh, the love Hashira sucks though. Yeah, like, I. I'm just like I'm just like they've done a really good job like not adhering to like sexist uh, anime tropes up to this point, but like the love Hashira, I'm just like, what the crap is this? Come on, Demon Slayer, you're better than this. Yeah. Yeah, it. Uh... I, I'm not going to say, you know, it's an anime win, but you know, it's an yeah. anime win. And like, I'm not going to say like, oh, this is like a moral affront to humanity or whatever. Cause like, I watch a lot of anime that do a lot of stupid fan servicey thing. So um, it's not like I was like, oh, I'm boycotting the show or whatever. But like, it's just like when a show up to this point has been so good about that, it's a little disappointing. Yeah. Agreed. I kind of did, I kind of did the little Josh. Okay. When I when I saw her, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, he, he did it. He did it. Um, Snake Boy was excellent. Loved him, little slithery boy. No, oh, I knew you would. Yeah, Obanai Iguro, Iguro. Yep that's 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 quite the name. Yeah, they all have very interesting names. Oh boy. Hot point number three was actually um, something I wrote down that became um, kind of pointless by the time the episode was over because it answered the question. So uh, hot point three, I kind of was curious, like, why didn't Uro Kodaki warn Tanjiro about the core rules? Because, like, at the beginning of the episode, like, he's, like, basically about to, like, be executed by these people. And I'm like, did Uro Kodaki literally not think this would happen? Like they would ever catch up to him and like find out about Nezuko? Like that seems like a plot hole. But then <laughs> later on in the episode, we're like, oh, he wrote a letter and it got to the master of the Demon Slayer Corps and he told them about it. So thankfully they didn't kill him before they met the master. <laughs> Bunch of goobs. Facts. She almost did. Almost. Uh, number four. I really liked Tanjiro putting that hard head to good use and bashing that one white-haired dude. That was sucks. a really cool move. And uh, hot point five, um, when Uro Kodaki wrote that letter and he said that, like, if Nezuko ever harmed a human, that, like, him, Gyo, and Tanjiro would all commit seppuku, I was like, holy frick! Because obviously that's that's a ritualistic Japanese form of suicide. Yeah. But he did make him promise, right? Yeah. He said, like, he, he brought this scenario. It's like, what if she does, um, you know, assault or kill a human? And then Tanjiro was hesitant. He's like, no, no hesitation. You will kill yourself. She will, like, she will die. You will kill yourself. And I will kill myself. Yep. Like, that's, that's intense. But, like, they believe in Nezuko. So, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Um, and that's all I had about the episode. I mean... I didn't really take a lot of hot points about the actual plot because I found it kind of boring. But uh, uh, I thought the Hashira people were interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. The, the plot itself was like, uh, there wasn't much because they were just standing around talking for most of the time. Yeah. But the characters I thought was really cool to see the 
the dynamics of the different kinds of characters than different types of Hashira. And it kind of opens up the gates to like what kinds of attacks we're going to be seeing and different fighting styles and maybe different character development in the future. I can't wait. Um, so the only thing I really have to say is we got to see the master and I do think he lived up to like the title like he is a very interesting character and obviously has a ton of mystery behind him I'm looking forward to seeing his backstory quite immensely I agree wholeheartedly yeah I want to know how he uh, how he got all that facial scarring yeah. Yeah. All right. So, how shall we move into episode twenty-three? Yeah. The so. Hashira meeting. All right. So, despite Ubu Yashiki's decision to accept Tanjiro and Nezuko into the core, Senemi, aka Airboy, tries to draw out Nezuko's demonic bloodthirst. And man, I wanted to punch that man. So hard in the face. He, he's literally the worst. And yep. I think they did yep. a great job of making him feel like the worst. Mm -hmm. like, That's fair. Like, the man, the way he slung the box over there and just started Ugh. stabbing and ripped his arm and was pouring the blood in the holes and then eventually opens the door and she comes out. Man. Oh. I wrote down here as one of my hot points. You could feel the tension so palpable that it developed spit in your tongue. You know, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. Like, man, I, like, was beside myself because I'm like, don't, why would you even do that? He just said so. And he's like, I don't care. I'm like, I don't care about you, Airman. You're the worst. But, man. I really, I thought they really did that tension really well. Yeah, no, they did for sure. He was meant to be hated and it, it came through. You hated the guy. Definitely. When he stabbed, when he stabbed Nezuko through the box, I was like, oh, oh my god! Looks like we're throwing hands now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she like had this scream. Like when she started screaming, I was like, oh, oh gosh. And I don't know what it is about his sword, but his sword looks the most painful. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe second most painful, but yeah. Probably after uh, Inosuke's. Inosuke's sword. That's true. That just ripped your flesh off. Yeah. Stab um, that in there, give it a little twist. Oh, no. Ouch. But then my second hot point is Nezuko was the literal best and she contained it and didn't strike a human. Um, and let me just say Nezuko is, is best girl 100%. Let's go. Best girl. Um, and, then, and then after all of this huge tension, uh, Tan Tanjiro thanks uh, you know, the boys and then uh, the doctors come in and take him off to med school. Oh, what a what a perfect like comedic scene this was. I I put down I here the doctors it. are absolutely hilarious. I love them. <laughs> like when they're oh. trying to like get they're trying to like pick up Nezuko and like get her in the box and she's like super tiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or oh when, when they're freaking carrying or they're like running and carrying Tanjiro. <laughs> And they're just like punching him in the head. Like, why would you do that in front of the <laughs> <laughs> And they're just, and they're running really fast. They're like legging it all yeah. the way to uh, Kocho's mansion. Because they're all trained demon slayers. They just suck at like using a sword. So they still got <laughs> legs for days, boys. True. <laughs> True. Stamina. Mm. Yeah, at the very end, though, we did get to see Zenitsu and Inosuke. Yes, we, we did. did. And we did. Uh, Zenitsu would be sounding like a toddler, and then Nosuke is all grovelly and depressed. <laughs> yeah. so I love how he just how Inosuke just kind of lays there for like most of the next like two or three episodes. Yep. Yep. Just bore head forward, completely still. <laughs> and 
said Zenitsu with his tiny baby arms. Oh man. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that's so great. <laughs> Well, um, what a what a perfect infliction to give Zenny to. Oh, give him yeah. tiny baby legs. He one hundred percent deserves that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I don't. JC agrees. I don't know oh, about that. I've never agreed with something so much. Oh Heck my yes, god! The boy like had such a cool Demon Slayer moment though. Uh, Wasn't enough. He needed tenants. He still needed the baby limbs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they were hilarious. They matched his uh whining for sure. When he's just flailing, when he's just flailing around and like his little arms like don't don't come out of the sleeve. <laughs> oh. Perfect. Uh, Goes up in my book as a success. <laughs> yes. Yep. So this next episode might change, uh, might make it better or worse. <laughs> But episode 24, Rehabilitation Training. <laughs> All right. So Tanjiro and the other core members received treatment at Shinobu's estate. Two weeks later, he and Inosuke began training to rebuild their strength. So um, it was uh, quite a Zenetsu moment when Tanjiro describes his, you know, his uh, training. And then Zenitsu got so serious. What do you think he is going to say? What do you guys think he was going to say when he got so serious after the training? Like after Tanjiro just explained the training? I don't know. I kind of yeah, forgot I, that, I, that happened. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't really think that much about him, to be honest. So oh, my really gosh. Well, he got super yeah. serious. Well, he got like... Like when he gets when he's about to like slay a demon. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember what you're talking about when he's like, why, why, like with all these girls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he got super serious. Then he drags them outside, and he's basically yelling at Tanjiro because, or and Inosuke because this whole time they had been playing around with girls. So this is where it. It kind of is the line where Zenitsu was being creepy. Uh, yeah, the dude's yeah, a creep. Like, like, like he was being, he was definitely being creepy because then he was talking about like you boys got to frolic with girls all day, and then he was like, but then he dominated those training like the boy, <laughs> the boy is an ultimate. Oh my gosh! In Oste, when he's getting like when he's getting like massaged and stuff is like perfect <laughs> yeah so so that was kind of happening that was kind of funny to me um this was also an episode where tanjiro was introduced to total concentration breathing at all times so he was constantly practicing and then attempting to well he would at some point destroy a giant gourd by blowing into it I love, I love like the little, the little girl characters. Cause oh, like, yeah. Like when we first are introduced to them, I was like, oh, they're totally just messing with Tanjiro about the whole concentration breathing thing. Like mm-hmm. when they talk about like, when they talk about Kano and like what she can do, I'm like, no, they're totally just lying about that. They just want to see him do a bunch of stupid stuff. <laughs> but no, they, they, they were deadly serious. Yes. Yes, they were. But, so like, they were so funny. So this episode was mainly a filler, honestly, but there was one moment that was a great revelation. It's when um, Tanjiro and Shinobu Kocho were both sitting on the roof and talking, and she said it was her dream to befriend a demon. And he he asked her like why are you so nice and then she said she was but 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 he said i could smell you're so nice but i can smell anger on you and she said that she was constantly angry because her sis was slaughtered by a demon Mm. so she's actually a hulk inside not so nice (laughs) very angry but yeah, it was definitely a filler. Some fun things, um, some things just to keep the story going. All right. 
does anybody have anything to say about this episode? I mean, that scene was excellent. Um, yeah. The Kojo scene. Other than that, like, eh, just some, like, breezy, like, humor. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was definitely the only real memorable thing that happened that I can recall. But good moment. All right, on to the next episode, 25. Okay, well, with episode 25, we get to see more or less, like, pretty much the conclusion of Tanjiro's training uh, with all of the medical staff there at the mansion. There's a little bit more in episode 26, but I think, you know, this is the brunt of like the training episode. So with that being said, let's just jump right into these hot points. So <clears throat> we got to see the, uh, the younger girl's backstory. Kaneo? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Kanai. Kanai. No, I don't think there's an I at the end. No, it's A E. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was like A O. No, it it's A E. It's A O. It's A E. I'm literally looking. Okay. One second. I'm gonna look this up. Continue, Jason. Okay. Well, anyway, while we uh, settle our difficulties with that, um, uh. So we get to see her backstory. She is the kind of younger sister to Shinobu. And we get to see how she became that. We got to see how she was basically a young girl whose family didn't want her and sold her into slavery before even naming her. Yeah, no, it's AO. Definitely AO. No, Kanai Kocho right here. K-A-N-A-E, Kocho. No, no, that's her sister. Yeah. Kano is the adopted sister. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay. Now that the viewers have everything yeah. settled. Yeah. Kano uh, uh, Tsuyuri, that's right. Yeah. So, anyway, back to her backstory. Uh, her, uh, Shinobu and Kanai rescue her from the slavery take her into the demon uh, slayer core and train her. But she still couldn't think for herself because she had no name. She had no willpower in her slavery state. And that continued. But Shinobu gave her a coin to flip so that that could be an external source for her to make decisions. And oh my goodness, guys, this backstory was just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. all the way through so My. evocative wow like you just think that this show can't just like step on your feelings anymore and then they give you this yep mm -hmm. man but it was masterfully done it was just beautiful and uh and that'll kind of conclude in a meaningful way in the next episode and i'm kind of jealous oh, yes it will ah <sighs> But that anyway, conclusion to that whole thing was so beautiful and just I once again made off like a bandit. <laughs> you know, I will say, you know, I I got the choice to choose first. And since I had the forbidden knowledge of having looked at and seen all the way through the ending, Curtis, I gave you episode 26 as goodwill. So you know how it feels, JC, to just take one to give someone who hasn't seen the episode and give them the better episode. Yes, I, I, I took that bullet. You know how it feels. I took that bullet so no one could accuse me of cheating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, so yes. So Curtis will be giving us that uh, conclusion shortly. But uh, Shinobu, she, she just proves that she, uh, she's uh, worthy of uh curtis's uh, <laughs> uh symptom sim yes that's the word i was looking for symptom oh my, is that i thought it was simpness simpness no, symptom simplyhood yes i am down with the simpness though <laughs> anthony will get that reference well i mean it's a it's a disturbed reference down yes, with simpness oh, oh. <laughs> anyway she was straight up manipulating both Zenitsu and Inosuke to just get them into the training mode. 
And that was amazing. <laughs> She's just like, Zenitsu, you know, all the girls really like to see you if you can do this training. Mm-hmm. And then Inosuke, oh, you're too weak to do it. I understand. And of course, he <laughs> blows up. <laughs> what? Yeah, not that hard to set him off. That was not at all. So I, I just love. Back. <laughs> I just love that she is able to so easily manipulate people and just motivate them. That was amazing. Uh, and hey, we got new swords finally. We waited for that for a while. Oh yeah, same and swords. I love, but they're still uh, they're still awesome. Yeah, they just kind of get reforged. And I love how Inosuke doesn't have them for two seconds before he chips them and almost gets murdered. <laughs> absolutely loved that seed so good (laughs) oh man that was beautiful but then we get to see the culmination of total concentration constant and Tanjiro finally beats Kaneo in tag and the uh, cup game and man did that feel earned yeah, yeah, buddy. Like he he fought so long and hard for that. Like it just felt so good to see that. And was this the episode? No, it was the next episode where where the gores kind of come into play. Yeah, yeah. yeah where, he, so where, where he finishes with that. Yeah, um, exactly. But um, was it? Did they reveal? I don't remember if they revealed in this episode that Shinobu is actually the younger sister of Kanai. Yeah, that was in this episode. Yeah, that's what I thought. That was yeah. wild, right? Like it, it always seemed like Shinobu was like the older sister. Like she was the older one, so therefore she had worked into Demon Slayer, but she was actually younger than Kanai. Mm-hmm. Shows how strong Shinobu is. Yeah. And how creepy she is. <laughs> In a really interesting way. <laughs> yeah. All right. But at the very end of this episode, we get quite the tease. Because we get to see a train. More on that later. Yeah, and a bunch Let's of keep chugging. <laughs> All right. Shall we talk about our new mission? Let's do, Let's it. do it. All right. Muzan Kibutsuji summons the lower ranks of demons and gives the soul survivor a task. Tanjiro's Pasugai Crow appears with his new mission. Boys, this is a good episode. Can't lie, I enjoyed it from stem to stern. Hot point number one. So the whole like staircases and like that, whatever that building was, I guess it was Muzan's house. Um, kind of reminded me of like Castlevania season three when like uh, we're like traveling through that portal and like seeing like all these crazy like isometric like rooms and stuff. Like I liked how uncomfortable it made me feel. Um, Hot point number two, Muzan looks freaking fabulous. Like, my goodness, he can pull off any look. Absolutely, dude. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And I think because he was not wearing the fedora that Josh can no longer exclusively refer to him as Michael Jackson. As Michael Jackson, yes. I mean, I enjoyed it while it lasted. What? I mean, he was a straight up woman in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it while it lasted. He, he, he dresses like he wants, and I respect someone who does that. <laughs> he, free, he freaking, like, owned it. Yeah, I loved his eyes. He changed his eye color and mm-hmm. everything. Oh, his man. lipstick yeah. was mm, on point. <laughs> All right, let's not get simpness for uh, Muzan Kibutsuji here. You know oh, what? Man. Why not? Why not? Add him to the simp list. Add him to the list. <laughs> Are we going to have to rank our, our, our uh, Court of Capes simps of all time? Yes, of course. <laughs> Why haven't we done this? <laughs> it started well because we only had we only had Sipness for Whitney, and then Gene. So we only had two, and then we moved into this. So, well, uh, uh, are you forgetting someone? What? What are you talking about? Paige. No, I was. I was joking. Come on now. I actually wanted to ask Curtis, but since we decide we might actually rank, I will leave that for later. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Nice. All right. Hot point number three. So um, every single moment of Muzan's screen time has impact. Like 
every movement he makes, every word that comes out of his mouth just hits you like a very pun intended Mugen train. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely does. The, this quote says it all. What can what I say is correct by default. <sighs> yeah. I'm just like, hot dang. Like, and when they when he accused him, like, that systematic. Oh, go ahead. No, I was when he accused that one demon of conflicting him, he was uh... like, Are you conflicting my words? And they're like, No, no. You're dead. <laughs> you dead. Oh. And like just see him like systematically like murder every single one of the lower six or like the lo- I guess they're called the lower twelve, um, even though there's six of them. Um, it would be considered the lower. Well, yeah, I guess lower twelve, but it's lower six because it's lower one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're called the lower twelve. Are they? I can't remember. They're lower, anyway. bros. They're just low, yeah. man. They're just the lower. Yeah, the lower. Yeah, that was. That was awesome, and uh, like seeing um, oh, I forget what his name was. The one dude who was left over, who like ended up being like the main antagonist in the movie. Um, lower oh. one, but like the lower one, like I thought that his scene was pretty cool, and like how he kind of like figured out like what Muzan's game was, and like how he could actually like not get murdered. Like that was cool. And then uh, kind of hard shifting back to our wonderful Demon Slayer boys, um, we come to my favorite scene in the entire series up to this point. Oh, Bar wow. none. Not Whoa. even close. Oh, man. And, that, and in that scene, Kano speaks. Ah. What a great freaking scene. It's my favorite Tanjiro scene. Kano is like instantly like shooting up my character rankings um, and just like how he interacts with her and like kind of like gets her to open up just a little bit about like what her coin's all about and we kind of like fill out like the rest of like who she is and what her backstory is and then when Tanjiro like flips the coin and is like well if it lands on I think it was I think it was heads um then you have to go based on what your heart tells you to do instead of that stupid coin. Yep. And when she like is shocked when it when it uh, comes up heads, I'm just like, ooh, oh, I felt that in my soul. <laughs> and uh, then when Tanjiro says, "If it were tails, I would have tossed it until it was heads." Oh, yeah, that, like, was oh, that, that was that was a good one. Let's freaking go. Like this is some character development right here. Yeah, that, that yes. was a great, great line right there. Like that was that was ten out of ten for me. Oh man! So your favorite scene in the entire show so far, the entire oh, yeah. season one, easily, easily. Boy, I like think. Are you on this train? I'm not agreeing, what? but I like the take. Okay. Boom. Anthony. Well, I mean, no, but it's probably my second favorite. Gotcha. Nice. I'm with Anthony on that one. But it was a very compelling, beautiful scene, and I did tear up. And there wasn't sure. a stupid scene afterward that subverted everything that happened in it. <laughs> Who I thought? still don't think that takes a, that 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 took away from the episode 19 scene, but I get it. Neither do I. Neither do Opinions I. Opinions are like belly buttons. Everybody's Moving got on. one. And they're going to finish it. It's funnier if I don't finish it. Gosh. Oh, All right, moving on. Moving on. Well, number five. Everything about the train scene is comedy gold. Like freaking like Inosuke just like flopping around, like looking at the looking at the train, and at the very end when he's like, "Here I come, master of the land." (laughs) That was a pretty good Inosuke uh, voice there. Thank you. I do. I basically do Muscle Man from uh, regular show and then tweak it slightly. <laughs> oh my it, it's like the same voice. Yeah, it pretty much is. And I love both of them. So, um, And then the final kind of bonus hot point I had was uh, kind of interesting that Demon Slayers aren't recognized by the government. I think they mentioned that previously in the show, but like they did. They just kind of, it's just kind of a fun dynamic. So yeah, um, this episode was excellent. And it got me super hyped for the movie. Yes, it was a very good setup and way to hype for the movie. I watched it right before I went to watch the movie. 
So I was so hyped for it. But uh, solid episode, great moment right there. I would say my second favorite moment in the entire first season. You know, I think I agree. Praise. Yeah, it just it was very emotional. Just that, oh man. Just like it was that one line where he said, like, you know, even if it landed on tails, I'll keep flipping it until it lands on heads. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what got me. I was like, oh. Oh my boy! And like, like, and like, I think that having a character with like boundless like positivity can be grating after a while, unless you find new and creative ways to like have them like shine their light on people who like need it. And mm-hmm. okay, Anthony, I'm gonna take you back to the hit anime series Sonic X for a second. Oh yeah, let's go, let's go. So, do you remember that amazing episode where like um, Sonic? befriends the little girl who is with the wheelchair wheelchair. yeah yeah with the wheelchair oh oh, i remember this scene sent me back to like that because like sonic is obviously uh, boundlessly optimistic or at least he's supposed to be and like it's just so perfect when like shows do this for me um like just having the main character bring light to someone's life oh yeah not just like the quirky, like, oh, I'm happy all the time and also I'm going to fight, but also like I care about other people. Mm-hmm. Also harkens back to um, a couple of those scenes in uh, My Hero Academia season three when Deku is talking to the one little kid who's like parents oh. for like water, water heroes. Like, ooh, yeah, so good. Yeah. Man, freaking Deku and Tancho need to run a business. Oh. Mm-hmm. If we ever got like some kind of like crossover, I don't even, some kind of team up. Oh, I hope it's a chibi comedy crossover. Oh, it's gotta be. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be. That'd be beautiful. But uh, yeah, shall we rank these bad boys real quick? Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right, JC, do you have your rankings? I do have my rankings. All right, shall boy. I go first? Slap them down. Okay, well, starting at the very bottom for me, I have none other than episode 23, titled Hashira Meeting. It was a good episode, but kind of just, uh, you know, a lot of talking and a lot of plot to get through, but it was important but I just thought others rose a little bit higher. Speaking of that, I'm going straight up to episode 24, Rehabilitation Training. We got, yeah, a lot of cool moments in this episode too. We got to see, uh, you know, the medical staff in a lot more uh, of a defined way in this episode. And we got to just, yeah, have some of those good moments. But overall, kind of forgettable, but still a fun episode. And going up from there, episode 22, Master of the Mansion. This was where we got introduced to all of the uh, Hashira. And we got to have a lot of that uh, Nezuko showdown with uh, the one guy that I can't remember his name. Rui? No, no, no. Uh, oh, Nesco showdown with uh, one Hashira guy with the wind dude. Yeah, the the snake guy, wasn't it? Oh no, it was the wind dude. That was the wind the dude. You're right. Guy. Yeah, the snake guy came and broke Tanjiro's back. Basically. Yeah, that's right. Man, <laughs> what a guy. But yeah. So there, there were just some really uh, impactful moments in that episode, and I thought it just rose a little higher than the others. And then, kind of the uh, middle point where I think there's a little bit of a separation in between the bottom three and the top four. We're starting at episode 25. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Sugoku Kano Suyuri. Suyuri. Exactly. Good episode. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Story. Uh, Some more great Shinobu moments new swords uh total concentration constant we got to see the mugen train i mean it just gave us so many good things loved it 
So going up from there, we get to the top three, episode 21, Against Core Rules. Nice. We get to see Rui's death. We get to see uh, everything with that backstory. And we get to see a lot of great Shinobu moments as well. So that was just fantastic. Then at number two, and this was hard. This was hard to choose between these top two. But I settled on episode 20, Pretend Family. Mm, I kind of thought you would put that number one. You know, I had it at number one for a long time, but Curtis, your uh, your pitch for episode twenty six convinced me. Why? Thank you. I've been top. told I'm very persuasive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I changed my ranking because yes, I felt that you know that that one moment in that episode was so strong. That's like a few other episodes. It just completely permeated it and brought it up to the top. And we got but 10 whole is, minutes of moves on. And that. I mean, that was beautiful. So, exactly. So, who's next? I'll go next, because mine's fairly similar to yours. So, um, Except for one thing that's kind of minor. Uh, so, at the bottom, I had Master of the Mansion. Um, okay. I mean, most, pretty much all of, like, the mansion arc kind of bled together for me a little bit. So, like, very little was separating them. Um, after that, I have Hashira meeting, um, for all the reasons mentioned previously. Then I have rehabilita- rehabilitation training, um, loved the little, like, slice of life stuff we got, but, like, nothing major happened. Um, above that, I have Sogoku, uh, Kano Sayuri, Su- Suyuri, um, because obviously we got some great backstory and it was cool. Then... Well, from here on out, it's the exact same as JC's. Against Core Rules, Pretend Family, and New Mission at the top. Because uh, those are some dang fine episodes. Nice. Solid. All right, I can go next. Um, at number seven, I have Rehabilitation Training. Um, and we've all explained reasons why. Uh, six is Hashiro Meeting. So, so far, number six, all of our sixes are the same. I'd rather have four sixes than three. Um, Master <laughs> of the Mansion at number five. Um, I, I guess it just kind of edged up a little bit for the Hashira meeting at Master of the Mansion because we got to see uh, more of uh, the Master and stuff like that. It was really cool to see all that. And uh, the moments where they were trying to get Nezuko to, you know, attack him. That was pretty. That was pretty wild. Uh, at number four, uh, Suguko Kanao Tsuyuri, and my top three is exactly the same. Against core rules, Damn. pretend fam, and new mission. Nice. And my list is the exact same as Josh's. So. Oh shit! Let's go again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's go. Let's. Have go. you all's lists been identical in every single Demon Slayer episode? Pretty no. sure. Oh wait. I have- I thought they we were had, last time. Last time, we were, we were the same. Then before that, me and you, Josh, had the same a couple weeks uh, ago. Uh, but okay. the, the time before that, so you all have been the same three out of the four. Demon yes. Players. Yeah, man. I'm liking wow. it. So that means that we can get rid of one of you on this podcast and it would be like no one ever left because oh, you have yeah. the same opinion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but we have wow. vastly different opinions on other things. <laughs> And we'll have to fight to the death using baby swords or something. I like it. I like it. Please. Oh, man. So I think about wraps it up, boys, on the uh, first season of Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. What a great show we have seen so far. Oh, man. Mm. It's amazing. A, a more, great, to come. more to come next we will be giving our takes on the new movie the mugen uh, demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba mugen train and, all aboard the train yeah <laughs> um and we will also be presenting which show we will see next exciting oh exciting so, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, it's been real. It's been fun. 
Man, I like Inosuke a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a Inosuke fun. Oh. <laughs> Court is adjourned. <laughs>